Welcome back. My name is Armando from Fire Rescue Group. We are Bomberos on Fire. We got a special guest today from the city of Orlando. Uh, we won't name any any departments, but great guy, friend from a couple of years. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we've been a long time. Uh, before we start, I want to thank you people from around the world, from actually Panama, Brazil, Venezuela, uh, Norway. Wow. People from Norway listen to this podcast too. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, who else? I'm missing. I'm missing uh, Mexico, Brazil, uh, let's see, Paraguay, Spain, Chile, Colombia, Peru, ah, Guatemala. Guatemala. Oh, that's Guatemala. my wife's family's from there. Oh. There you go. Netherlands, Canada, Norway, Uruguay. That's a new one. Ah, Uruguay. Yeah. Welcome back, people. Uh, like you guys know, our focus is about mental health, how it affects first responders and everything around it. And I'll give the mic to my friend here so he can present himself. Hey, how you guys doing? My name is Dane Stewart. And, um, you know, I've been a first responder for about almost five years now. Yeah. You know, prior to that, you know, I was in the military, yeah. you know, serving this country. And, you know, I... Uh, um, I'm very honored, and uh, you know it's it's an honor to to join you here uh, on your podcast, Armando. It's uh, I listen to a few of your podcasts, even though you know the ones are in Spanish. <laughs> I kind of I kind of get a few words. You know, I'm only half Hispanic here. You know, uh, I'm only half Cuban here. Yeah, so yeah, he's a cafe con leche guy. Yeah, yeah, man, cafe con leche all day. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, the one that you did in English, I listened to that whole thing. Oh. I was on shift uh, a couple days ago listening oh. to that, and I was like, man, this is really good stuff. Oh, thank you. you. Know. Thank you. And uh, it's it's great that you know we got someone, you know, talking about mental health and uh, yeah. when it comes to our first responders here. And uh, I don't f- believe a lot of you know people that first get into this job really understand what they're really in for. No, I, I don't. I agree with you. When you get into this job, normally they're in the eighteens and ninth in the teens. Yeah, young cats, young, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing over there. And when they hit with a with a wall, literally, when you first call, your first dead people, your first car accident, mm-hmm. your MCI, that's when they start losing it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. Yeah. I can. You know, if I can. You know, I'll. We'll dive a little. You know, we'll dive a little bit back yeah, before yeah, we hit the first far. responders part. But so you know. I first went in the military. I was in the Coast Guard, you know, uh, and I joke all the time saying, like, it's one of the best services to join, you know, one of our <laughs> finest, but you'll get the Army, Marine Corps guys, everyone just jumping down, like, what yeah. are you talking about? That's, you know, Coasties. Hey, hey, you take care of the Coast, buddy. Yeah. You keep it safe. <laughs> hey, man, all for everyone here in the States here. And, um, yeah. but, <clears throat> excuse me, going, going into, you know, the military, there's never much talk about, you know, kind of uh, mental health, you know, and all that stuff like that. You know, they, it, me thinking about mental health back then as a young 18, 19 year old kid first joining the military, not talking about first yeah. responding. Yeah, yeah. Not talking yeah. about like any, you know, uh, other stuff that other jobs that are stressful, but you're talking, you're a young kid, fresh out of high school. And they give you a gun, literally. Yeah. Here you hey, go. Have fun. We'll train you for a few months. Here's a gun. Yeah. That's your target shoot to kill or yeah. protect yourself protect your you know your fellow comrades your fellow you know brothers and sisters out there and you know when i first thought about mental health as a young kid i thought it was just for people who are depressed you know not think, not knowing where it come where it came from i just figured oh he's depressed yeah he needs mental health he needs to speak to someone me i'm good i'm you know yeah. i don't need none of that you know or for something else that that relates to that so you know being a young 19 year old in the military and you know seeing you know your first body yeah. dead lifeless you yeah. know it's hits it, it kind of hits you a little bit at first you're kind of numb to the idea like oh it, it, whatever but then it grows it, it, it can grow on you to, to to really if you start seeing that more and more your mind starts to change a bit yeah. and you, you you may not be able to you know <laughs> be you back st- to normal you, you won't be back to normal no you don't so you, you know fast forwarding to you know becoming a firefighter you know here in 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 orlando um you know i believe that's where i first started seeing mental health as an issue yes uh one of the reasons why i started this podcast is because in the past year there's so many suicide Mm -hmm. in our area yeah central florida which is in specific us that i said you know what uh let's do at least take that out at least release it i i don't care if it's just 
a way of at least for me helped me to release that yes. that that stress that anxiety that I can you can you can get to that to that level and then you never go back like those guys that never came back yeah you get so depressed so anxious so worry about it so that that is also besides being physically fit for our work we need to be also mentally fit mm-hmm. and and that's important so how long you spend in the military so i was in the military for about four and a half years okay and my first duty assignment was over in cleveland ohio okay and that's where i found my first body oh shit <laughs> so imagine you know getting a call that hey uh someone fell off a bridge into yeah. the into the river and it is actually snowing out. It's Ooh. iced. You got icing. You got ice cream. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> You're right. And and it's like, all right, load the boats. Let's go look for this uh, for this body. They couldn't find it. We were looking and looking, and you see something floating down. Or like, well, what the heck is that? And you get close, and there it is. The frozen body. And then the next thing I know is uh, you had um, my supervisor came up with these the long sleeved gloves. And he's like, "Here you go, put these on." And I'm like, "What do you want me to do with these? Oh, yeah, put them God. on." And I'm like, "And, and you and this other guy are gonna pull the body out." Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, you know, not trying to get gross or disgusting here, but oh, you can do whatever you want, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, don't tempt me with a good time here. Yeah. Good old times. <laughs> oh man, so going down, you know, to the side of the boat, yeah, grabbing clothes or whatever you can, but pulling a body out that's been in the water for who knows how knows long and the cold water cold it's probably not frozen but slimy oh, disgusting I bet. I bet the smell is awful i mean you you just want to walk away from it and that happened when you were 19 i was about like 19 years old yeah and how old are you right now i'm 37 and you still remember like happened yesterday oh absolutely yeah is is yeah, that shit affects you. I, I had a, a case to, I got a kid when I was working in Venezuela and, and, and the emergency service, 911 uh, a drowning. Yeah. A drowned kid on top of the roof. Uh, grandma left the kid, you know, walk around and shit. And he fell into the water, unknown time of drowning. Mm-hmm. When I pick up the kid out of the water, I squeeze him and water comes out of the nose, ears. And I still remember that face. I still remember that yeah. moment. And I was 19 or 20. Yeah. And I'm 30, I'm going to be 38, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> and I still remember yeah. that specific moment when that happened. It's crazy how it should affect you. And, and we keep it down. Oh, yeah. We don't allow ourselves to, to, to release it, to, to deal with that. Because you, you, you think you, you know, you're so strong. You, yeah. you have this, you know, I mean, I, I can't vouch for the women on this right now, you know, because I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not a woman. But, yeah. you know, as men, you know, you're, you're supposed to be this strong, you know, they, even yeah. society tries to push it that, you know, you, you have to be strong. You know, there's no crying here. There's no, you need to let it go. You need to move on. You need to press forward. And I, I get that. I understand that. But at the same time, you can only let so much build yeah. and build into you before you, like you were just talking about a second ago, with all these you know firefighters that we're seeing around in our area that have been uh, you know committing suicide. Yeah, and you know, and then everyone you know decides to jump on and say you know I wish I had said something or I had done something for them, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it's it's tough you know when we see one of our fellow brothers and or sisters just you know down in the, just, in the rabbit hole. Yeah, and. We, you know, and I believe this is why, you know, mental health is such a, is such a big thing is that, you know, it, we need to let people know that it is okay. It is totally okay. To not be okay. To not be okay. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. And it's, and it's totally fine to call someone that you trust to let out all the stuff that you, that you have built up in you. I, you know, not to get, you know, too deep here with, you know, with emotions but you know for those you know listen to the podcast they don't know i i lost my son seven years ago in the hospital oh wow and i think you told me and it was it wasn't you know because of you know an accident or anything like that you know he came too early it was a premature baby and you know i will tell you that i still remember a lot of stuff and it affects me to this day oh, like yeah. right now i'm still feeling i'm getting a little emotional yeah, about yeah, it right that. now just even talking about it and there came a point i was furious i was pissed i was you know i was all over the place mentally 
I had just lost my son. Yeah. You know, what do you what do you say to me that lost your son? Some people can't even relate. No, I can't even relate. I got two girls, and I can't even I cannot even relate to and that. I, and I would never want you to relate to it either. No, and I no. would tell everyone here that's listening as well. I would not want you to relate to what I went through. Yeah. But what I will tell you is, at least be, be that friend, be that person, to tell that person that lost a child, that lost someone that's going through something whether it's lost losing a child whether it's something you saw or something that's been in your past that's been bottled up and you have no idea because you feel like you're going to be judged by that person then shame on them to judge you yeah. but what they should be doing is they should be listening to you even though you can't relate to me at least i want to hear someone say to me hey if you wake up in the middle of the night and you're just sobbing crying and you need to talk to someone just pick up your phone and talking yeah Call me. I don't care if it's three o'clock in the morning. I don't yeah. care if it's the crack of dawn. I don't care if it's midday. I don't care if I'm sleeping in my warm, cozy bed that you're calling me six times because you need to speak to someone. I'm better damn well pick up that phone and listen yeah. to you because you know what? You don't want that phone call to be the last phone call you hear from that person. Or maybe you will never hear from that person again. Exactly. That, yes. and, that, and that's that's right. You don't want to. You yeah. don't want to hear that. You don't want to. You know. Be like, dang! I should have picked up the phone call. Maybe I could have saved them. Yeah, it's, maybe it's, I could have turned, tur tur changed it. Maybe if I had just listened to them, not relate, but listen to me, so I can vent about it. And I just need you to tell me, hey, it, you're all right, man. I, I got you, bro. Yeah. Like, if you need anything, come over to my house. Yeah, let's talk. Yeah. Let's. Hey, uh, what are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing tomorrow morning? I I'm off work. You want to go get some coffee or something? Sure, why not? Okay, help me to cope. That's yeah, that's nice. a way to help cope. Is I need to vent it out. Yeah, that's all built up inside me. I need to vent it out. Yeah, I have to say I do the same. When I'm in those levels of stress, I like to vent it. Mm -hmm. Some people like to drink. Some people like to work out. Obviously, I work out halfway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not fit, but I'm getting there. Hey, you're but looking good right yeah, now. Look at you, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, but it's it's true. You need to vent it. It it could be anything, but uh, some people go the wrong way to vent. Yeah. And that's another that's that's when you need guidance. Hey, I need to vent this, but I don't want to go into alcohol and then go back home and beat up my wife. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So you need to also find those guidance, those um, people mm -hmm. that can at least point to the right direction. Yeah. At least like some like you said, somebody, hey, uh, if you got a time and talk to you, let's drink some coffee, get off lunch, let's talk about it and that's it. Maybe Absolutely. you need that. Maybe you need that, but you need we need to work on it. Mm -hmm. We need to. I, I think to me, it's so important mental health to keep your head, to to head straight to to do your job, to Absolutely. do your duty, to help your family. You can you can do everything that we do when you have messed up in the head. We do it. Yeah, all the time, hundred percent. Oh yeah. But in some point, somehow that will crack your head and 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 affects you in some way somehow. And you need to avoid that. To don't get into that rabbit hole and then it will see you again. But uh, yeah, true. But it's it's. It's not easy, and in our in our field, it's not easy to talk about it. No, if you talk about this, you're a bitch. Oh yeah, uh, as simple as that. Oh yeah, they treat you like crap. Blah blah. blah. No, it's it's just it's just another way to to take care of yourself. Yeah. That's the way I see it. No, no, I I and, yeah. I, and I agree with you that that you know that <clears throat> that you can you know that they they may look at you differently. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I guess you can't handle this job, huh? Maybe this isn't yeah. the job for you. Maybe exactly. you need to leave. Maybe you need to quit. Like really? Yeah. That's what you're gonna tell me? Yeah. How about you talk to me about it? Yeah. Because I I love my job, but man, I know that that with this job there there comes you know oh, strains with the job. A lot. A, a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, s some of you you know may not know what 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 comes with this job. It's you know especially you know me coming from the military, I, I kind of halfway knew what was to expect yes. from beginnings of yeah. training to being a you know a firefighter, EMT, paramedic, you know to now I'm in the field. Yeah. And now I'm about to see some some shit. Yeah. I'm about to see it. Well, people don't know uh, what your preceptor in some point somehow or oh, I train you in some point in your career and you've passed five years. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I so you know so here's you know, here's the quick the quick, you know, story with this. So I you know, Go I got on it. I got on with the fire department and and uh, what they did was is that they would switch all of us new guys around for the first six months to yep. three different stations. So, you know, two months at one station, two months at another, and then another two months at another. So there's your six. And then 
you you'd find permanent, a permanent home. Permanent home yeah. Or, you know, you could put in for, you know, they'd be nice enough if you say, hey, like, where do you want to go after all the stations you've seen? I'm sure you've worked some overtime to see where, you know, other stations. Yeah. And then you put the name, you put the number you want to go and send you to another one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, you, you go there and you think, all right, I'm at this station. And then all of a sudden, no. hey, by the way, uh, we're short over at over Water. across the other side of town. Can you yeah. uh, go over there? And you're like, I didn't want to go over there, yeah. but okay. Yeah. So I landed at the station. Um, and lo and behold, I met this guy right here. <laughs> and I had no idea what to expect. Fun times, buddy. Oh, man. Fun I can't, times. <laughs> I can't. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was fun. Was that fun. station was I remember I think I, something along the lines you told me you were just like are you ready for this station yeah like, what are you talking about I'm ready for this station it's like you're about to see some shit bro I'm like what do yes. you mean I'm about to see some like, oh, yes man. you did oh yeah yes you did oh yeah <laughs> oh yes I did yeah make it worth that money and you know as a new guy of course the, the you know it's the yeah. tradition you gotta pick on the new guy a little bit yeah you gotta kinda you know get him riled up get him toughened up a bit but you know at the same time if they're not if they're not messing with you then there's something wrong. Yeah, this means they don't care about you. Oh, they yeah. don't care. Yeah, if if care. I came to his if I came to Armando Station that you know that year you know when I when I first got hired and they weren't messing around with me they weren't really like you know playing jokes with me cracking jokes on me because you know you're the new guy yeah it's tradition you, let's not break tradition here yeah you got to take it a little bit but at the same time they're there for you yeah that, and that's that I think needs also be told yeah. and at least those that are listening should know that. If they're messing with you, they do care about you. Yeah, and, and don't don't think that oh, geez, man, these guys don't like me. They keep messing around with me. No, you, you 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 part of the family for whatever time you will be in that station or whatever whatever time we spend together. You part of that family. That's the way yeah. I treat it. Like if you're in that crew or you're my crew, you're part of my family. Yeah, and I'll take care of you regardless what's going on. I'll oh, take yeah. care of you. I'll give you a little shit. Yeah, but I'll take care of you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up this story because this story has go has, for it. This story has resonated with me for so long that it was. So we're at the station and it's you know it's nighttime. You know everyone's you know yeah. got their beds and all that set. So um, I don't know, we're not. Are we you want? Are we good dropping names? Not saying dropping many names here, but uh, um, so yeah. I'll just say I'll just say two guys. So yeah, yeah. guy guy number one was very particular about where he slept. Oh, guy number about. two and Armando, good buddies, still to this day, I assume. Yeah, and so buddy number we didn't give you shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> so buddy number two, you know, Armando's buddy came up to me and said, "Hey, man." Why don't you sleep in this bed? Don't sleep in that one. Sleep in that one. And I'm like, are, are you sure? Like, yeah. I spoke yeah. to the guy number one. He's he's cool about it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I moved all my sheets to all that bed. Yeah. To that bed. And man, <laughs> I'll tell you, I got comfy. So I actually was sort of dozing down a bit. Like, right, I'm ready to get, get some sleep here. You know, it's it was like what maybe nine, ten o'clock at night or something like that. And uh, so guy number one comes in, sees me on his bed, and he's like, hey man, the heck you doing on my bed, bro? And I was like, oh, and before I go further, I hear the chuckling of Armando <laughs> and his buddy just chuckling away, trying to not laugh, but they were just, <laughs> yes. they just started chuckling. Yeah. And so me, you know, being the new guy, I was, be, and also guys have integrity. I just said to him, I was like, oh yeah, that I was told that I could, oh. right before I said I was told I could, he, guy, number, yeah. guy number one stopped me and was like, okay. Thanks a lot. Literally five seconds later, oh. he flipped the beds. He flipped your guys's beds oh, and just uh, trashed your guys's area. He trashed and, my, yeah. And in that moment, I just started rolling up my sleeping bag and my sheets, and I just moved quietly back to my original bed. And I just all I hear was oh god, yeah. boom, boom, just things yep. slamming and yeah, trashing. Yeah, I remember that day the flip. Yeah, I made a little bit mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got I got a tendency to poke people. Yeah, sometimes. Of and course. I, yeah, that was that was one of those that I I poke them into there. Yeah, we use you to poke. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember that now. <laughs> and you know it completely it, forgot. And I and of course you know the the uh, you know so you know being a new guy with you you know precepting. I remember one day you were like talking to me about and I I could see your passion. Uh, I saw thanks. your passion with medicine, with being a paramedic. You know, you you have a you have a big heart for you know for people to, yeah, to help I, I them do. out. Yeah, you know, I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to at least. I, some, I have some. to. I have to care somehow. I have to care. Yeah, at some to, point. Yeah. At some point, I have to care. And you know, I remember you were telling me. You said, "Hey, man, you you can go to paramedic school, right?" I said, "Yeah." And you're like, "All right, I'm gonna give you a quick lesson." And I remember you were writing on the board, 
about dosages with oh, Versed or something. Yeah. Bro, my mind stopped at like maybe the first like 30 <laughs> seconds and all I see is these numbers and you're like, okay, yeah, if you took this, you know, Versed, so how do you want to configure it? It's like, it's 2.5 times this, the weight of this and, and woo, that. Boo, boo, boo. Bye. And I'm just staring at at you just going like uh huh uh huh and then you sure. just you just kept looking at me like you follow it uh huh yeah I'm following okay good so then da 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 boom and I was like okay and you're like you got that right and I was like uh yeah yeah yes and you're like all right good all right and then I was like uh, okay is, is this is are we done it? with the lesson for the day that's oh, it we're done for the lesson okay we're done for the lesson today I, I remember that when you were with me I gave you all the stuff hey we need to medications or anything you do it like you yeah. need to learn it's just you do it that's oh, yeah. it. And uh, that's that's the beauty of our job. We can do it hands on. Yeah. We can pass that knowledge to the auto guys, yeah. regardless the age, regardless experience. You can pass it. That's mm-hmm. what I like our feel. But yeah, the the jokes were fun. Oh yeah. Yeah, we joke around a lot. I mean, I, I still do. We still do it. Oh yeah, yeah. no. I still we, do. I'm getting it worse. No, we we still do it at our department too. You know, we joke around because that that's that's also a way that we cope with Yo, what's yeah. going on in the job. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you it's a dull day if you, there's no if there's at least some sort of joking around. Oh yeah. Or laughs. Something's going on. Something has got to be going on, yeah. and you know, we we've ran some calls. Yeah. We've oh, ran yeah. some calls at that at that station. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I remember I heard on the, on your last podcast uh, the one that I listened to. You were like, you're like Florida Mall. Like I don't dare go back to that place again. I was like, and I remember I had texted you. Right? I texted you yes. right after I listened. To that. I was like, hey man, Florida Mall's not that bad. And you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. You don't remember? I do remember. Oh yeah. <laughs> going to the, oh my god, going to the restrooms in the Florida Mall by the yes. cafe, by the cafeteria, picking out the needles out of the trash can. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, behind the Florida Mall, behind the Best Buy. Yeah. Oh, we in the. What oh, the hell was that? I think that's the lunchtime, isn't it? Oh yeah, I feel like I'm in Japan. Nice. <laughs> I'm in an anime. But, but yeah, uh, it's nice. We got background music. Love it. Yeah. So yeah, I remember those days. Uh, Best Buy, <coughs> the Florida Mall, the the that section of that street, the OBT is get rough. But I think everyone have to go through that at least for a little bit. Like I said before in the previous podcast. Uh, just to learn. Yeah, you need to go through that rough time. Hopefully, not too long. Yeah, just it's just enough so you can get experience and then move out and do go to a place that you feel more comfortable. But everybody has to go through that so you know what is what is bad. Yeah, some people stay there for twenty years in the same station, oh, the same yeah. area, and and they just addicted to that crap. It's addicted. Yeah, it it it, it can it be very addictive. addicting, and and you know that that and if that's what they like to do, then okay, that's what they like to do, but. You know, if you don't want to be at that station, you don't have to be married to that to. station you don't forever. Have to. Yeah, you don't have to. If you're done seeing all the things that you've that you've seen at that station in that area, then it's time for you to, you know, and it, you know, and I, and I heard this from a uh, from one of my chiefs uh, the other day. Actually, was you know we were talking about you know when you're going through you know we we, we just don't see death and you know all that stuff all the time. I mean, you know, we kind of look no. at it square in the face, you know, mostly, yeah. but but we're seeing other things as well. We're seeing, you oh, know, yeah. a lot of homeless. We're seeing a lot of people that are just, you know, uh, abuse. Abuse. Abuse from kids, women, the guys, you name it, abuse. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. seeing we're seeing all of it. And th- you may, you know, you may get, and I remember this chief was telling me the other day, actually, he was telling me, he says, you know, if you're having a rough day because, you know, your patient care is garbage he said he would send them home that day yeah, no questions asked and he said there is no yeah. there's no um there's no negotiation here Good. if you're having a hard time with Good. that day handling a patient that's maybe being you know somewhat yeah. of a jerk Rough, to you which yeah. we do get that all I mean, the time most of the time well no anymore on my side anymore right now of course you yeah, know, you're, you're, you're i still different type of jerks different type of jerks but yes. right there, there's a degree of, of, <laughs> oh, yeah, of yeah. jerks it's that degree, we deal yeah, with you, you know yeah, and, you're going from vpk all the way to high school i get the vpk guys <laughs> <laughs> I'm handling like high school and above. You you know. high school. Oh yeah, you're doing the college in high school. Oh yeah, and you know, that's what that chief told me was that he would send those guys, you know, and he was on a truck. He said this was on a truck. Oh wow! So this is not this is not just the box. I mean, you talk about what do I mean by the box? I'm talking about the rescue. The rescue, the ambulance, all those people. You know, because we we I learned traveling a little bit that. Only Florida call ambulance rescues just because we firefighter medics. So when you go outside Florida, oh, the ambulance? Yes, you dumb dumb. Ambulance. Yes. 
they yeah and, and that's crazy that there's there's different yeah it you is. know it's different outside of florida it and is. maybe different outside in the countries too but so you know when we talk about rescues we're talking about our ambulance right yeah and you know that's not where you know uh all the mental health stuff is is, is where, you, where you get mentally you know strained it's also on the engines oh yeah it's also on the tower trucks yeah. it's also on the squad trucks the yes. hazmat trucks yes. you know you're it, you all get it and so when he said that to me the other day he was like yeah man i was on a truck oh. a truck yeah let's now let's be a little bit honest here yeah. some of those truck guys they don't roll they don't turn a wheel they're great co- they're great cooking oh absolutely great. oh amazing they can oh, make a meal i'm totally fine with them cooking i mean <laughs> when i know the truck is cooking oh tonight's it's gonna a, be a, it's a good day it's a good night of eating oh and that's, yeah everyone looks forward to that like oh, what yeah. you guys cooking tonight and you'll hear some weird terminology oh i'm making you know chicken cordon bleu with a rosetta yeah. something whatever yeah. and you're yeah. like when truck is quite cooking you know it's a good day oh yeah it's a good meal and he you know like he said you know that he would send that guy home. There is no questions asked. There yeah. is no negotiation. I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine. That's 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 your that's your quick response. I'm fine. I got it. I'm good. Go home. Yeah. No. Get some get some breath. Get a break. Take a break. And it's totally okay. Totally okay to take a day. Yeah. Take a week. Yeah. You know, that's why they, they you know, that's why they've and they've gotten better by giving, you know, firefighters more time off yeah. because they're starting to see that it's, it's it is a very stressful job. Yeah, regardless where you are. Cuz some people will say hey, if you're in this area, that area, it, it doesn't matter. It's right. just stressful cuz even if you go for a, a toe pain at 2 o'clock in the morning, you still have to wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning just to get up at night uh-huh. in the middle of the night sleeping with a freaking alarm going off to a for a toe pain. Yeah. <laughs> and then back is as dumb as it may sound to everybody that's listening it still affects you as you guys are serious you're gonna get up at two o'clock in the morning for a toe pain yeah yep yeah and there's nothing you can do about it and if you want to go to emergency room let's go let's go yeah there's nothing you can do about it i i can't i can't call dispatch and tell them hey uh this is a dumb call i'm not going to it i'm going back to sleep thanks a lot appreciate it bye Don't waste my time. That, like, nope, that's yeah. not it. If you're in yeah. that mental state right then and there, you need to get out. You need to take a break. And even the chief told me too. I mean, just adding on to what he said too is that you know he's like you're getting paid to do this. You're right. I am getting paid to do this. And if you let your you know patient assessment go, let your patient care go out the door because you are just so frustrated with waking up at two o'clock in the morning for a toe pain, or you're wake, you're just so tired of dealing with the. You need, you need a change. You need a change. You need a change. If, I mean, maybe not much of a change, but you need a break. Take yeah. a vacation. Yeah. Go to the beach. Talk to somebody. Yeah. And get get away from work. Find a goal. Like some people like to uh, move up into ranks. Yeah. If you feel like you can't handle any more the rescue or the ambulance or whatever you guys are, uh, try to promote. Become an engineer, a driver, become a chief, become a captain, become uh, a lieutenant. Just look for those positions. Or, like I've seen it, look for another career. It's no shame on that. Yeah. If you really feel burnt out, you can't handle this anymore. Before you go to the other side and never come back, find something that passion you more. Mm-hmm. Maybe when you get out of here, you like the passion again and come back. Who knows? But you need to find a way to change that before it gets too too hard to do it. Yeah, we, we, we I've 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 you know gotten hired with guys that that stayed on for a good couple of years and and they left. Yeah. And it's no shame in that. No shame no. in saying I found something better in your eyes. Yeah. In your eyes that's better. Yeah. To us that maybe like the first resp- being first responders, being firefighters, more power to you, man. Yeah. And we, we, we applaud those those you know, those that have that have you know got hired with us or that had joined us for a yeah. short time found something else you don't have to stay there no one's telling you to no, stay here no 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 it's true it's if i got a friend actually who was working with me in my current fire department and he left that place to go and pursue psychology wow yeah he said he was he was one of the guys on the peer support team yeah he loved that part like, you know what i, I like it and he felt so comfortable going to that side. And then when he left, he said, you know what? I feel like I did everything I could do on the, on the fire side. I think I can help more on the other side, being a psychologist. And now he's working on it. That's amazing. That's amazing. So it's no shame. It's like, hey, bro, if you feel like you need to go to another place, just do it. Just just follow it. Because you don't want to be, like I said again, and, and I know I said it a lot of times, you don't want to be in that position that you don't have more exits, no have more options. Yeah. And the only option you got is the one that's the worst. You don't want to get to that point. Yeah, and, and you know, and again, there is no shame in you no. going to your lieutenant, chief, whoever it is that I you that break. you report to, captain. I don't care who it is. 
if you are feeling some way and that you're not mentally there, talk to your talk to one of your supervisors and yeah. let them get like because now we 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 have all these yeah. these peer groups. Yeah, we have your support team. You got the EAP programs. You got a lot of things that can help us. You got the what do you call that here in Central Florida? The, uh, UCF. Um, I forgot the name. Mental health, whatever. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever you go there. I mean, we are fortunate that we have the here. Yeah. But when I talk to guys outside the U.S. or outside Florida, they have nothing. No. They got alcohol and they got. <laughs> they had nothing. Like I was talking to a guy from Venezuela, a good friend of mine, childhood friend, and they work seven days straight, twenty-four hours, and they got fourteen days off. Oh, that is interesting. So the suicide rate is really high. And this is in Venezuela. Yeah, in Caracas, the capital city. You know, you're not doing uh, band-aid calls and um, boo-boo pain. You're doing cardiac arrest, shooting, stabbing all day long for seven days straight. Wow. And over there, the culture is like, uh, you feel you feel depressed, you feel ashamed? Yeah, yeah. Just go keep working. So th- there is no, at least we're fortunate you have those options here. But in other places, that don't even, that's not even a thought. Wow. Seven days straight, bro. I, I, I will shank somebody at the end of the week. Oh, I will literally, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, you know, and it's like I wouldn't blame you. If you're going through something like that and you're being told, work seven days straight, hey, get over it. I don't care how you're feeling. <laughs> yeah. There's something wrong there. Yeah. You know, the... You know, if, if if you want to see change, you know, let's let you know that I encourage everyone to start being that kind of change. Yeah. You know, and there is no shame in it. And if you're getting, you know, if you're getting shame for it, if you're getting backlash for it, you know, shame on them. Yeah. Don't you don't need permission yeah. from anybody to do whatever feels better for you. Exactly. And your family. That or for your department. If you want to be that person that says, man, we don't have that in our department. So then you know what? Yeah. Start being that person that wants yeah. to start being that change. Build up your support team. You can start with that. Build up your support team. Find a psychologist that's willing to partner with you guys in order to make sure that you guys are yeah. m- mentally there and set for your shift. Yeah. Because you never know. And you don't know what, what that shift is going to bring. No, at all. I believe that. That's not so at all. I, I, you know, and, and, but you don't think about it. No. You don't think about when you become a firefighter, you know, EMT, firefighter, paramedic, you know, you don't think about, oh, I'm going to have to pull a dead body out of a car. Maybe. Do you, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. You, yeah. yeah. Some people you like, some people like the movies. <laughs> yeah. And they think there's everything about the movies. It's not like that, buddy. No. At all. I, you know, and when, and it's funny, I had a patient the other day that actually uh, asked me a question. I'm trying to recall it real quick. Um, she asks, oh, do you guys actually, you know, I can't remember the question really, but she says, do you guys do this? Like, she asked the question. And me and my partner looked at each other because we, we were writing yeah. three men on the rescue uh, the other day. And and she, she and I looked at his face like, no, <laughs> don't, no. don't listen to hollywood no don't no, listen no, and no. watch the oh the movies God, no. and yeah. it, everything is not so extreme no there's not like multiple explosions in a house and no. there's like firefighters in there they can't get out and then there's a daring rescue i mean okay i can't say that it's not gonna happen maybe it happens in one shift bro oh quick that happened to me in one shift i'm hey, peace out buddy yeah, I, you know, it's, I'm out. It's, you know, you you never know what's going to happen on these shifts, and you know, and and you know, they give you the pre warning. You get the pre warning, right? I get it. You get the pre warning, yeah. but then some people like to say or have that whole. Well, I need to see it in order to believe it. Well, join the fire service. Join the fire service, and you'll see. <laughs> I mean, see it. maybe it's not even that. Join an EMS company. It could be interfacility because those guys get beat up. Oh yeah. Nobody talk about them. They're like the stepchild, everybody. But no. Interfacility sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Going to hospital to hospital, that, that shit sucks. Yeah. yeah. And it's not just hospital, hospital. It's also, but you house, know. House, nursing homes. Nursing home. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Nursing homes. We, we, we can't start on that. that that's yeah, a whole great. new ballpark. I'm telling oh, you yeah. right now. Oh, that yeah. that gets me hurt a little bit. But, you know, we're going to continue <laughs> on with what. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, I got great stories for nursing homes. That's for sure. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a great, great story from nursing home. <laughs> oh man, but but yeah, you know it it it's you don't know what's going to happen on these calls. No, and oh. you know there's there's you know depending on your area, you know yeah. if you've been there for a while, I, you know like you, t- you told me you're like, hey yeah. man, this area is high with stabbings, shootings, and heroin, and what heroin, heroin overdose. Oh yeah, overdoses. Yeah, all the time. And I told you that. And I'll be and I'll be perfectly honest because this is this needs yeah. to be an honest podcast. Yeah. You know, 
none of us know what what an overdose looks like no at least if you've been there before right like, if you've been there before yeah you know yeah, yeah mom and dad are being looking blue at home <laughs> and you daddy mommy you know that's different, <laughs> that's the, different. The school school the the college books you know because you know you do go to a, a, a you know a certain school some colleges do teach paramedic emt courses and stuff like that you know you get fully licensed some of those textbooks don't even do that do it justice sometimes no, no, no those are all a lot of those pictures are just actors portraying yeah, yeah. so you don't see what an overdose looks like and even in your clinicals, you can have a clinical. You can pick up a ER or a rescue or an ambulance yep. to go, and you will never see an overdose oh, in your yeah. clinicals or a, a code. Yeah, and it's and it's strange. It, it, I would find that strange sometimes. You know, just yeah. be, just because you know, because you're you're new into the game, you don't know what to expect. You, you well, I'm sorry. You kind of in your mind say, "Oh, I already know what I'm expecting." Yeah, but you don't know what you're no. expecting. Like a, your first house fire. Yeah, the first one is always. A, the best and the worst. Yep. I was out of breath in like five seconds. This yeah. is so empty. So, so, so I was happy and worried. Like, oh shit, I got fired. Hey, get ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going for the bottle. Fuck. <laughs> Let me grab the hose. Yeah. And people pushing me forward. I'm on to do it, do it. And uh, when you got your third, fourth fire, like, okay, this is not as bad. But your first right. one, you always remember the first fire. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. I, I, you know, you'll remember. I think, yeah, you'll remember. You'll always remember your first yeah. house fire. Yeah. And you know, and it's and sometimes, and I, I catch myself all the time doing this. I don't want to say it's like a little bit of PTSD, but like I remember a lot of my tragic calls that I've seen yeah. where people haven't made it. I'll drive by them. It's yeah. it's the weirdest thing in the world. I'll drive by them. Yeah. And I'll be like. Uh, you know, my, my my wife is a paramedic. You know, an yeah. astounding, uh, amazing paramedic. You know, she's very knowledgeable. So okay. you know, she oh, was like, oh, kind you of, ha- oh, you have to say it. You have to say it. <laughs> I gotta keep. You know, happy yeah, you wife, happy keep, life, right? There you go. You have to say. <laughs> gotta keep my mental health straight at the home. Too. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she was my backbone because she understood yes. what was yeah. you know what I was too. dealing with, and um, I remember be driving by you know certain spots, and I remember be like. I'm like oh yeah, that's that was a trauma call that I ran right right at that corner oh, of that bro. street. Yeah. And she'll look at me and she'll be like, "You still remember that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, I I, I still yeah. see the person's face." And yeah. it, some people may may it may haunt them, it may you know disturb them, you know. But I, I've learned to cope with it. Yeah, me too. Talking to people, you know, and you know, let's not get too you know raunchy here. Not to say raunchy, but too like des- uh, desensitized here. But you know, we'll you know we we we'll, we'll joke. Yeah. yeah. We'll joke on, on some calls that we find that were funny. Maybe that that, that, that that trauma call wasn't funny, but there's other calls that we'll we'll be like, Did you remember that guy when he said to us while we were taking yes. him to transport? Oh my ha ah, ha ha that was yes. hilarious. But you know, you gotta keep you gotta keep professionalism while you're with them. Yes. And so yes, you have to. Yes. You have to. Yeah, you have but to. But yes, soon sir. after yes, you <laughs> soon after you drop him off in the hospital, you and your partner give each other that look like uh, what was that? Yeah, what what I would deal with that. And I'm, that's, I'm not a nurse. <laughs> and right. And then that's where you help break, you know, that that mental health part. That's where you that's where I think where you you help kind of cope with your partner that your partner's there with you laughing with you. Yeah. And you kind of get over in a sense you get over but at least you're laughing because laughter and everything else is, is, is such a great thing. Yeah, since a great humor that helps a lot in the calls. Because you're spending with your partner 24 hours or 12 hours. Yeah. Because yeah, you could be in the crew, you can be in the station, but you literally spending with that person more time than your significant other. Yeah. A, a day, literally. Yeah, you, you and they and they they, they even said it, it's like you're your uh, your twenty years or whatever you know you're spending it with another person another group, no. as much as you're spending with your wife and family. Or sometimes even more. Yeah. Sometimes guys work overtime all the time yep. just to don't deal with the drama and the mental problems. Yeah, that, that that's, that's another too. thing that they 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 try to find the outlet. Yeah. And we, they we, keep continuing to where the outlet is being pushed out at yeah. is back at work because that's that's how they, I guess how they think they can handle it but then they're just piling more oh, yeah. and more and then they're mad and upset that they keep on working and working it's like well then dude take us pump the brakes yeah get a break it's vacation it's just a week it's just a week off it's totally fine and i guess you know we're not really taught that as much now more we are yes now we are getting that it is okay to do that and you know you like i said earlier talk to your supervisor friend say listen i need a day i need a week yeah. Please, please take me off the off the schedule. I need to recollect and, myself. And some people work with it. Some, some, yeah. some. some hey, you got this guy needs help. Yeah. Any help, and you need to take care of that before it gets too late. We we do have that with our work. Yeah. If you need time off for your mental health, they will help you go through that process. They will give you the options. They will give you the aid that you need 
to deal to your mental health. Yeah. Whatever's going on, it could be something minimal because it's also perception. Yeah. For what I use, mental health problem, but for me, is different. Yeah. We all, do with it, do we all deal with it differently. We all have skin on that cap, bro. We all do. It doesn't matter where you're from, where you are. Yeah. You know, because, you know, when it, when it came, you know, to the, to the death of my son in the hospital, I had no idea what epinephrine was. Yeah. I, I knew what CPR was. I had no idea what epinephrine was. I had no idea what sodium bicarb was. I didn't know any of that stuff when I was, when my yeah. wife did. My, you know, my wife was, has been yeah. a paramedic for like 15 years. Yeah. She knew what it was. I had no clue what it was, what it did. When do they pushed it? When do they did this yeah, and stuff? You, you know, you, yeah. But then when you get in the field, you see all that, right? Mm-hmm. And some of you are probably listening, and who may not be firefighters, or that are, or first responders. But you know, when you get in the field in the, in the beginnings of the first field, you know, you you, you you are told, hey, you know, you may be working on a child. Yeah. And that was one of my kind of like my um, like I took seriously. Like you take some people take some things really seriously in this I, job, and yeah. in this job, I think I think overall. Do we work a code together, a child? I don't. I don't remember. I know. I, I know. I'm a black cloud for kids. I know that. I don't. And you know that, right? Yeah, yeah. Every time you come with me, that guy had to go. Some kid, something happened to a kid. I you know. I can't recall I if we remember. did. I know we did a lot of overdoses. Oh yeah, those those, those were day. just like <laughs> <That's> <laughs> another one. Like oh, oh that's man, every, that's every day. I high five to them when I at least at le- it was on average at least once or twice a day. Yeah, on average. Yeah, in day. that area, once, twice. And sometimes if not, it's the same person. Sometimes. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's fun. <laughs> and the other thing, and, it, and you know, the, the the not the funny side, but to have a little humor on our end, you know, is is that when we see on the on our on our MDCs, you know, on our computers in the in the in the rescues oh, where pa- we see, we, you know, we get a we get a quick of what what we're looking yeah. for, and when we see something similar we're like this cannot be him or her and then when you get up on scene you're like oh my gosh it's yeah. him again like hey man didn't we run on you like three days ago and they look at you and they're like yep yeah. and you're like oh my gosh and you high five no. them let's go buddy let's go <laughs> you, you, let's go you, you do the whole you know the drill just get in let's yeah, go and let's okay go. and, whoop, and yeah, they know and you know what that could be a mental trigger for some people yeah yes Seeing, seeing the same that could drive the same you s- frequent flyer every shift and it just gets under your skin at yeah. one point or another it's going to get under your skin and that's when you're going to just I am not going to deal with this guy today I'm going to tell this guy to F off get out of here man yeah. you, we, you, you play this you start playing in your mind you play this game bro stop it I, I yeah. that's not what I'm here for that's when you need to say to yourself ooh I need a backup yeah when you get to the point that's why I did working for when we worked in the same fire department yeah i was getting to that point at the end mm-hmm. like i need i need a break i need a change yeah and luckily i was able to go to another fire department yeah that helped me to release the stress and yeah. now i'm more chill but i was getting to that point like i hate people literally yeah. i was i was getting there because i've been working as a medic at least as a medic for more than 15 years in two different countries so i've seen it, a lot of things i started when i was 17 wasn't even a, uh, an adult, like age-wise, legally-wise. Do you remember, you know, uh, some of those calls or some of those things that you did in those other countries? Because, like I said, it yeah. is different from what we handle here oh, yeah. to what you're deal- de- dealing oh, with Jesus. on yes. the other side of the world or yeah. in a different continent. Yeah, because at least where I come from is Venezuela. You don't have an EMT. You got a medic and you got a physician next to you. A physician? Yes. We don't, we don't have EMTs. A literal a, doctor. A doctor in the ambulance. No way. So that's your protocol book. He is your proto- He or she is your protocol book. Exactly. So, hey, Doc, can I do it? Sure. I don't know if you changed now. But this was back then when you the, were... When I was there, it was a, a doctor next to me, and I was able to suit you. So, he, seen. so you know, as, simple. So as you know, Armando was saying is about you know protocol, protocol books, and you know oh, yeah. when I first started, you know you, I mean I'm sure it's been for a while, but you know I can't give you a, a date of how long they've had it, but they've got books. They keep books in our rescues and and also in the engines. They, I've yeah. seen them there too. Yeah, yeah. It's a protocol book. They, they ex- exist. So <laughs> so let's look at the difference here. Is that you know he's just said in, in Venezuela he had a, a doctor with him, an, an actual physician that went to school for eight years. Versus us, who you know, they don't have it. We don't have a doctor on hand. However, we have his book that he's written everything from when you're supposed to shock someone, cardiac arrest patients, overdoses, children, this. And if you don't find on the book, you can call on the radio. Right. You have so in essence, you have the doctor in a sense on hand, but you you have the book first. Yes. You have to exhaust everything in that book first before you can call your the doctor and say, uh, I've done everything. What do you want me to do? Exactly. 
And like you just said, you literally look at the doctor and said, and in and, and the, and the face, right there next to you. Hey, so can I do this now? And he just gives yeah. you the, yep, you're going to yeah. go. That's insane. That's I put crazy. Foley's on the field. I did. Uh, Foley's in the field. I, yeah. We can't do that here. Oh, no, not at all. This is not that's, that's forbidden. That's the forbidden dance. You can do that shit here. <laughs> I won't fly. <laughs> I did. Uh, I held with, and uh, I called that, I forgot, the um, chest tube. Chest the tube. Field yeah. With the doctor in the middle of nowhere. Because. And the, and back then when I was working, you got only one unit responding. It could be a minivan, it could yeah. be a car, yeah. and you go on scene, you have to wait for the ambulance to transport. That can take an hour, or <laughs> 45 minutes, or five minutes. So you don't know how long you're working a code on that patient, or bagging somebody. <laughs> and people wow. steal your shit on scene. That's another one. <gasps> they steal your bags, because it's, you can sell it. And then this is Venezuela. This is Venezuela. So wow. back then, they used to, I don't know even now, but back then, they used, you have to they, when you go to school, they train you to put your back between your legs, make sure the scene is safe. Like, that really counts in another country. Wow. At least in South America. Or in Venezuela in that case. Um, there's a lot of things that <clears throat> you grab stuff from the private. Oh, another thing. You don't have a radio system like here that you can call them. Hey, I'm going with a trauma green, which is the simplest thing, like a toe pain, to right. the ER. No, no. You show up in the ER, and then... Uh, if they don't have a bed, you put it on the wall and walk away or keep going to the next emergency room. And you're doing that until you drop the patient. You can spend with that guy an hour, two hours, just driving around the city. So, so wow. Yes. So, basically, it's not like our system here where we can get no. to the hospital and we just hold the wall waiting for a bed or they just say, hey, you know, if, depending on his condition, his yeah. or her condition, you can put him in the, tr- in, the, in the triage room and they can go in the waiting room. Exactly. Or, or they can divert to another hospital. No, no, no. Over there, when I was there, you show up in the ER and uh, you explain and say, we don't have a bed. So, you can wait here two, three hours so you can um, take him to another emergency room. Wow. Yeah. That was... I grew up in that system, so coming here is easy. Yeah, it's completely easy. Just language barrier. Yeah, sure, I can speak English, but <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it, it's a big difference. Like going to different planets when I came here. I got one. I got another story, real quick. I'll just say it real quick. When we said, when you said Foley's was like the uh, uh, no no here, I remember it was one of our last bit of our last calls before you left. Before I left, actually, because I left before you left yes. um, that fire department with me because yeah. I. I went to a different station. I was that. Yeah, I was yeah. in that six-month period. Oh, on the nursing home. Yes. Oh, we the, spent like the, three the dad, hours. Oh my God. Yes. We, they were trying to get the foley in him, and his his daughter, I think, was a nurse at uh, at one of the hospitals here. <laughs> I'll yeah. never forget this, ladies and gentlemen. I will tell you, <laughs> I obviously again going back to being the new guy. Yeah, I remember. I sat in i was in the back of the rescue because you know you go in the back of the rescue as you know if you're on the engine you're helping out the guys the two guys in the back there with whatever they need to set up to get them going and of course i'm sitting there and then the the daughter had came she had an a foley because she didn't want her dad to go to the hospital it was just a foley that maybe she could do it so she you know the daughter even told us if i get it in and i have it he's not going totally fine yeah we were willing to work with her on that okay yes. even the lieutenant was willing to work was like, all right let's let's I give it a shot even called the medical director just to get just to get okay i think so i don't remember i don't, I remember, don't remember, remember that part what i do remember was we had him back <laughs> at the rescue she was getting preparing the foley and you and i sat next to each other and you just put your arms around me and you just like held on to me like embracing me like this is what you're this is what you're getting paid to do buddy just, oh, just yeah. watch this and enjoy and i'm like i'm just and i just see this grin smile on your face yes. like you're having too much fun with this oh bro, i have to yeah i have to i yeah. have to have fun is that's my philosophy in life and everything i have to have fun if not I, I, i'm done i'm doing something else so, so having having to you having fun is that also one of your ways to kind of cope with yeah. what you what you've seen out there i think so yes i think that helped me a lot to cope with my all the things that i've seen in the past yeah. all the trauma that i dealt with in the past with patients and everything and and that helped me that's why i guess my sense of humor is a little bit darker than most of the people even the fire service yeah uh as you know but um yeah having fun and and trying to make a light situation a little bit lighter yeah that's, to me that works you remember when i we got a code i started singing yeah. clapping yeah hey, let's go that's to me is a way to to chill yep and relax and go through my process even yeah. though i look like i'm insane singing or whistling or humming but that's how i deal with that 
and, and and you were not you were not one person to be shy about. Man, I need a break because I, I I remember a few yeah. times that you you've even said that, bro. You said, bro, I'm I'm, I'm tired of this I'm tired of this for a little bit, and I'm just yeah. like, yeah. And you 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 were not that person that shied away and was like. Like if you didn't need any help, you, you did yeah. actually would say it out loud. Like I need a break. I need to get out. I need to be yeah. done with this. And yeah. and and that's where all of you that are listening that that have someone that you know that's like that, encourage them to take a break. Yeah, encourage yes. them to find an outlet. Yeah. encourage them to go and seek professional help. If they if they can't break or shed what's bothering them mentally, then encourage them to go seek help and and, and you know let them know that this this there's no shame in it. There's no yeah. judging in it yeah. because it, it, it's you needed. Need a break. You need a break. I uh, well because I've seen so many things happen to people that around me about the stress and mental problems. Yeah, that I decide to if I need a break, I need a break. Uh, that's how it is. It's just it's just it gets to you. Yeah, it, it really gets to you. And having my child, uh, my first child. On, on that particular fire department made me realize I cannot do this shit for 30 years at this this level or this intense yeah. I need to I need to find a way to get something different because I won't last 30 years no yeah and I will, I will hate the stuff that I'm passionate about it and, 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 and don't don't force yourself to just push through it because no, no. you're going to be even more miserable yeah and you're going to be one of these disgruntled firefighters oh that's God, just salty guy that hates because his ice cream is too too cold yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and believe it or not yeah it is it is yeah it's too sunny i hate it it's too cold i have so bro it's just but he's been through so much he's been through so much he doesn't have an outlet and and the only outlet he guys just complain yeah about everything, the, everything. And, and there are guys out there like that yeah, there are yeah. there are many out there like that. I, maybe I shouldn't say many, but there are they yeah, are out there. They are. They and see you too happy. They're like, bro, you way too happy, man. Yeah. What do you mean I'm way too happy? You're yeah. way too happy at this station. Uh. Okay. What do you want me to do? What yeah. do you want me to do? Yeah. I, yeah. You know, you wanna. It's you want crazy. Help. And and that's like the thing. Like they they may need some help. They may need someone to talk into. But then, I guess let's just say that they're maybe a bit shame or they feel like they're gonna get judged so they have this wall maybe but yeah. now they want to i don't know what to say, i don't want to say they want to bring you down to their level but they just they're just unhappy it's miserable yeah they're miserable people that they are they are at home they're at work so they're going through some stuff you should need to work through that it's it's, it's hard it's a and our feel is hard yeah it's, it's hard to open those walls destroy those walls and go through the barrier um so before because you've been talking for how long oh i know we i know we, we said in the beginning we're gonna let this loose you know yeah, but you know an hour so tell me about your projects before we go what do you have in plan what are you what are you thinking what is your next step and uh and we wrap from there i like this place a little bit noisy but it's not as bad as uh uh san cloud downtown san cloud yeah, it's actually a nice little yeah. spot actually to be honest we yeah. got the sun we got the shade yeah. we got you know i don't mean the heroin walking around me i don't mean the crackheads walking around i love no, it oh yeah it's yeah, just it's it. just some students here just saying hello and uh, we, a little bit earlier we had a we're right next to the cafeteria here and and i saw these you know these these group of kids you know students uh, looking at us and one of them waved and i was looking at them wave so i waved back and they they were just they were just waving at me so yeah, yeah. um we make we making a presence we're making, <laughs> hey you never know this this could be a start of you know something here you never know yeah, i mean there's know. our opportunity is all around you but uh yeah. to, you know like you said to, to kind of cut to the chase to kind of start uh, wrapping this up yeah. is uh so i you know with my project um the way i coped with my son passing away um you know I just, my wife and I just started to start a nonprofit in, okay. in honor of my son. His name was Kai. So our nonprofit is called the uh, the Kai Jeremiah Foundation. Okay. And so what we basically do is that we provide um, care packages for families that are in the NICU currently. Um, you know, I you know we have a big vision with it to you know expand it outside the states. You know, I mean, if we have the funds available to do it, but you know we're going to start small here. Um, we had started it years ago in Miami. And then, uh, you know, COVID hit and kind of really almost shut us down a bit. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody, yeah. And so what we do also with that nonprofit is we want to provide a peer-to-peer because in the NICU, it is very 
unstable. And what do I mean by unstable? You don't know what's going to happen to that child one day to the next. And that's what we were told in the NICU. And that's like was the first step where I think I was mentally broken a little bit to hear a doctor tell me that I can't guarantee you that he's going to live and I can't guarantee you that he may die. But what I can only guarantee you is the care. And you don't want to hear that as a parent. No at all. Not no, at you, all. No, at all. And, and you know, I know you're a parent. You don't want to hear a doctor tell you that. About your, you will probably lose it. And, and, and I'll be, let's be honest. Yeah. You as a, as a man may lose it a bit. And I will tell you, I lost it the day my son passed. And I was actually, and as sad as to say, I was there yeah. when he passed. I was in front of him watching the doctors perform CPR, watching the doctors pump all these drugs in it to get him back to, have, you know, to, to living. And he didn't make it. And I had to see my son pass away in my eyes. And that did something to me mentally, and, you know. And 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 you know, I'm I'm not a person to push my you know my, my religion at all, or you know, I don't want to call it religion. I call it faith. You know, I am a, I am Christian, but you know, I walked away from God that day yep. for a good while. I was very upset. Yeah. It did something to me mentally, and it also you know really put a strain on my marriage at the time, and it put a strain on my children. So what we want to do with that is, we want to prevent what i went through to yeah. fathers and not just fathers single mothers as well families it's just family it's, it's just family. and family in yeah. general so we want to be able to you know partner with you know a therapist psychologist here in the area that will help you know contribute hey let's take advantage of this interruption this pause to let you know guys that bombados on fire now is an amazon affiliated that means that if you guys click on the link below the description of this podcast you might have a chance to get some deals on Amazon of course I got some money back but thanks to that link you will be able to get some like deals on Amazon music or any Amazon products that we add to that link thank you guys for listening to our podcast i really appreciate it and uh this is a little pause for a quick amazing news and uh, more good news are coming on the way and you guys now back to the podcast thank you you lost the I'm trying, I lost my train, train of thought over. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Hey, I remember now. <coughs> yeah, we got a, a quick break. Quick break. <laughs> quick, quick break. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's is, a party break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. So, um, hey, we're good? Yeah, yeah. It should be, it should be good. It's, yeah. Yeah. Quick break. Welcome back, guys. We just had a quick break and we have to. Sorry about that. Yeah, it was a, that was a little bit on, on uh, <laughs> a little not sudden. So, you know, like I said, you know, the, the, we we're in the, uh, you know, the doctor had come to the to our room and said, you know, Dad, you want to take a quick look at the at the NICU and see what, you know, what maybe was going to be potentially your home for who knows how long, you know. Yeah. So I remember I walked in there and you know, like I'd stated before, like how you see in the movies where the room is spinning and the the main character is not hearing anything. <laughs> You're kind of like it's dead silent. I, I went into one of those trances where I was looking around. I actually was turning around and I didn't realize it at first. And everything went, it was the weirdest thing in the world. Everything went dead silent. My mind shut down to the thought that my son is going to be in this room, in this room, in this, in this NICU, this, and then obviously the doctor saying, I can't guarantee that he'll live, but I can't guarantee you that he may die. Bro, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Yeah. And that did something to me that it was, you know, but I had hope. I, I, I really did. I had a lot of hope that my son was going to make it out of there. And th- I will tell you all that, that there were so many ups and downs. The preemie babies are very unstable. They are. To touch, to sounds. It is, it is the craziest thing. Would, like, you have to be careful. And it's like, but you're the dad. You're the mom of this child. You want to be able to hold your kid, and you can't. Because the doctors will say, we've tried to move him. He desatted. And for those that don't know what desatting is, his oxygen levels dropped. His heart rate started to drop. It's like, oh my gosh, we're about to lose this kid. We need to keep, we need to make sure that he's not going to, we're not going to lose yeah. him. Yeah. So, you know, with our with our foundation, you know, with our nonprofit, you know, we want to be able to give families someone to talk to, 
whether it's peer-to-peer you know if you're a family that went through it as well like myself because i i, I want to be one of those peer-to-peers to dads to moms you know if it's a single mom then my wife should be talking to her because you know i Mother, you know, yeah, women can see yeah. each other on can, the same level. You can relate, relate more. They got Correct. It's relating to the other person. No, I get it completely. Yeah. I so that's that's what we want to do. That's been our, you know, yeah. that was our project in the beginning. And, you know, we're just, you know, in a sense, relaunching it now. And we've been getting good, positive support from it. And, you know, we also, you know... Um, taking notes from you Armando you know just we decided to start our own little podcast as well I will be glad to go to your podcast and talk about stuff too oh don't um, worry we'll, we'll make sure we have you uh, you know as a, one of our stars to, to come on because uh, the pod- our podcast won't be just about uh, the foundation it's going to be about you know mental health as well and and also you know you know people people's experiences of yeah I was going through a loss or I was going through you know like I was hopeless. Like if you're hopeless, yeah. we want to hear stories of those that 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 took that that are like I almost lost faith, but then something amazing happened to them, and they are just they just they're just going they're just, just launching going. so hard. So you you know what I mean? It's just yeah, ba- yeah, yeah. the basics of like you know people that went through so much adversity to where everything just poof, came into fruition. Yeah, and it it's is. like it's like one of those like uh, uh, those success stories. Yeah. I was poor, but guess what? I didn't let being poor. I didn't let my mental and I mindset, went through that, and I went through that. And I took it and I took my chances. You know, it, it, yeah. I'm sure you got that story, especially oh, yeah. with you know you yeah. got it. I, we're not going to bring in that, into, <laughs> but you know we're going to have you on on the show yeah, one day, that's and fine. and you know we're going to talk talk talk, and and so that's the basically the projects of we of what we're doing awesome, here, bro. you know, and. Um, I know we got to wrap it up. So I, I want to say, our Armando, you know, uh, before we go, I want to tell all my listeners an amazing podcast that you have. Thank you, buddy. And I really uh, uh, hope that this reaches a lot more people out there. Yeah. Uh, my my thought with the podcast is not just release my stress or whatever. Is if I can even one person inspire to do something. Yeah. Like you guys, that I, I'm glad that I able to inspire you to do a podcast because the more we talk about it, the more people talk about it. The easier we'll get. Yeah. The more common will be, so we can actually work through this. Everybody. Yeah. Not just first responders. It could be. I got a friend who's a chef. Those guys were like a slave, literally mm-hmm. twelve yeah. hours in the kitchen. Uh, the nurses on NICU, the yeah. nurses on the ER, ICU. I mean, the doctors in the ER. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, you got so many people that that they don't have to be first responders. The police. Oh yes. Yeah, the blue line guys. The blue line, man. Yeah, they, those, they go those, through it too. I love those guys, but they going they go through so much crap, and they're a, basically a moving target. Yeah. At least people love us. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. you remember when the time that I think it was you with me on the on the rescue went to a call, and uh, the family let me get inside, but not the cops. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're, 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 that, yeah, that's happened. They yeah, don't want the cops in there. They cops. just want they want first responders in there. That's, that's it. They don't it. want the cops. They yeah. just want the paramedic, EMTs, yeah. and firefighters. That's it. it. They tell me, I won't shoot you. If you, buddy, let me take out your grandma. Yeah. But but that's those guys go through a lot too. Oh yeah. But uh, if I can inspire somebody, someone anywhere around the world, all those countries that I mentioned in the past, I mean previously, just to start doing a podcast or something about it. You know, it could be. Uh, Instagram posts, yeah. you name it, whatever, a foundation, which is amazing. You guys doing that. Do it. It's, yeah. it's only one life. We only have one chance. Yeah. Even though it seems like you're doing a little bit because you're only one person, you're doing a lot. Because yeah. it's a butterfly effect. Yeah. That's basically what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. And, and you know, to close out, everyone, you know, do not despair. Do not, you know, lose hope here. There is help out there. There yeah. is hope out there. Yeah. And, you know, if this podcast, you know, um, has taught you anything is is you know you don't need permission to be seeking help you know uh that, that you need mental health wise and if you don't have that in your area please by all means go for it go for it go for it who cares what I, they yeah. say go for it go for it you know it needs to be done you know to protect not only you know uh you know the people that you're serving but yourself as well so don't yeah. despair there is hope out there. There is help out there. This podcast is also one of those where it can help you. And, you know, you have a website. You have, you know, all that stuff, man. Yeah. Reach out to Armando here, everybody. Come on. Like, even, yeah. you know, if it, if it helps you, then make sure you pass this on to someone. Make sure that you are also someone that, that can be. Yeah, I can to talk speak to anybody. To. Anybody around the world. It doesn't matter. Anybody. As long as we make the schedule work. That's make the, the schedule work. And that's it. <laughs> so, again, uh, Armando, 
thank you so much no, for inviting me to this podcast. No, uh, I really appreciate it. It's an honor. And, uh, you know, again, uh, this is, no, you know, you. we've been friends for, for a few, for year for a yeah. few years now, yeah. ever since I first was a, 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 a brand new guy, brand new firefighter yeah. probie here. New and, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, it was just a friendship that was meant to be and yeah. it's lasted. And, uh, you know, we don't talk every day. But man, we we, we well, do. We talk, we talk. When we talk, when we talk, we talk, and it's like we never left, you know. Yeah. So, again, awesome podcast. Thank you so much, and you, you know, um, to everyone else out there, I hope you know your days go very well. Yeah, and thank you everybody for listening to us. Uh, this is Armando from Bomberos on Fire. You can reach me on uh, the description that I put on the on the podcast. Do you have a website? Do you have anything yet? Yeah, yeah, we have we have a website, and we're, we we uh, so our website is uh, kaijeremiahfoundation dot org. Okay, and uh, I'll make sure I'll send that to you to you yeah. know you could put it up on there. And our podcast is uh, made with a purpose, is okay. what it's called. It's on uh, Apple Podcast Apple. and also on Spotify. Oh, so look at you! Yeah, I know. Oh, shit, you host shit now. I just tell everyone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would tell everyone just hey, you know, take a look at it. it. Like I said, it's made with a purpose. You know, basically the the picture just says it made with a purpose, and there's just a trailer right now. And it's just a trailer yeah. my wife made, and and you you start with little steps. Absolutely, I start with a website, an idea to teach outside the U.S., and now I'm doing podcasts about mental health. Amazing! <laughs> that is, is a story to be told. It is. It is crazy. Yes, o- October will be a fun month. I'll talk about it later, but yeah, October will be a fun, really fun month. Uh, so yeah, he will give me the uh, description of the website. Put it on the on the description on the on the podcast. I actually now I'm in Spotify. I'm in Apple. Okay. Google and iHeartRadio. Man, look at you. Yeah, it's just a bunch of links. That's I, it. I need to start. I need to play catch up now to you now. <laughs> yeah, you do, buddy. <laughs> That's awesome. We can do this together. That's awesome. I I'm mean, really I'm very happy, happy with it. All right, guys. This is our wrap up. We thank you for listening to everybody around the world. Gracias, everybody who speak, don't speak English. Yep. They must speak Dutch for ICN or Norwegian. I don't know. French. Yeah. Yeah, French. I got people from anywhere in the world. But thank you so much and uh, peace. Have peace, fun. everybody.